WebCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the Executive Director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monyoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City well, Online. springtime has arrived. Uh, the weather has warmed up, even though we've had some snow flurries in the forecast these last few days. And springtime is house hunting time. And uh, our guest this morning is going to talk a little bit about why springtime is house hunting time for so many people and also about what the climate, no pun intended, is for house buying. Uh, we are particularly interested in the east suburbs and the south hills of Pittsburgh, but it's going to talk about the entire real estate market, and I think it's going to be interesting uh, for folks. George Hackett is current president of West Penn Multilist Incorporated. He's also uh, president of Coldwell Banker Real Estate Services in Pittsburgh, but we're going to talk about uh, his, his bigger role with uh, West Penn Multilist. Good morning, George. Hi, how are you? Good. Uh, first things first, how long have you been in real estate? Forty-five years. Okay, so you've you've seen it as as the as the commercials uh, for that insurance company say you've seen a thing or two. Um, yes, I have. Why, why is this house hunting season? Why do so many people go out and, and look for a house in the springtime? Well, I think you know, of course, in Pittsburgh, you have December, which is it slows down because of the holidays and uh, after Thanksgiving through through December, but also uh, because of the weather, because of football, Pittsburgh Steelers are normally, you know, this this wasn't a good year for us, but normally we're in the (laughs) playoffs and people are interested in Super Bowl. So it's funny, but like when that's all over, it kind of gets to the end of February and, and, you know, the, the, the weather breaks. And it just seems like that's always the time where you could depend on late February, beginning of March is when things really heat up and People start going out looking at homes, and you know, realtors are excited about that. You know, and they're anxious, so it's it's a it's a good thing for everybody. We're talking about residential real estate, maybe offering some tips uh, for you if you're going house hunting uh, this year. But also, I'm particularly interested in the fact that housing sales are up uh, according to your statistics. What are your statistics uh, showing you at, uh, showing us at West Penn Multilist in terms of the strength of the housing market in Pittsburgh? Well, that's you know, last year the first couple months were slower. I, 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 I think some of it had to do with weather, mm-hmm. but January and February were slower than maybe we thought it would be. This year, it heated up quicker, and I think March you're going to find the same thing. So we've had more sales going into March, and March is similar. It's you know, it's improved. It's very busy right now, so that's nice. I've talked to agents from different companies and and my own agents, and they've said that, you know, people are out a lot looking at homes, open houses, calling in the office, that kind of thing. People that they talk to, friends that they were told they might want to start looking are looking, so that's nice. What what are some of the different factors that control whether or not uh, people are looking for houses? I'm assuming that one of them is just the general health of the economy, right? Right, and I think that's you know pretty good. I think people feel pretty good about that right now, and the interest rates always have something to do with it. And it's funny, you wouldn't think it would have so much. At least somebody that's been in, in the business as long as I am. When I started forty-five years ago, the interest rates were seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're talking forty-five years later. What could you buy for half? And now they're four. 
they've gone down actually from last year. So they're they're lower than even last year. So four percent, which is really inexpensive money, and so that makes it nice for everybody that they, I think they can get more house, and that's probably a key for. You know, a big percentage of buyers. I, I'm a little bit younger than you, but I'm older than uh, the millennial generation. I guess I'm what they call Generation X. And I tried, was trying to tell someone in their 20s the other day that when I was a kid, it was not uncommon to see car loans for 14, 15, 20 percent on a new car and mortgage rates only a few points lower than that. And they, they looked at me as if I was talking about having seen dinosaurs or, or Moses coming down from with the mountain with the Ten Commandments. They said, 20 percent interest rates on a new car loan. And I said, well, yeah, you are living in <laughs> this is this is not typical. So yeah. m- mortgage rates are about as low as as they've ever been and and possibly as as low as they're going to go. Is that accurate? I would think it, they're not going to do much much better than they are right now. There was a slight period of time when they were a little lower and this and maybe if you started in real estate when they were low, you think this is high, but uh you know, I, I read something the other day that if you were buying something in the mid 70s, you'd have to have almost five times as much income to buy the same item as you were buying back in the 70s. So if something was $10,000 now, it would be 50000 If you think about cars and houses that you bought back then, it would kind of make sense. And here's money that you can borrow at less than what they were making available back in the 70s. And rates went up even for houses back in the late 70s early 80s up to 20 percent that's yeah that's that's scary time that's my uh, (laughs) memory of it uh george hackett is president of westman Mm -hmm. multi-list he has been a uh is it correct to call you are a member of the board of realtors so i can say realtor Yes. Okay. Uh, so he is, he is he is a realtor, real estate agent. He's also president of Coldwell Banker Real Estate Services in Pittsburgh. We're talking about uh, residential real estate uh, in the Pittsburgh area because this is the time when a lot of people go out uh, looking for houses. Um, you, you mentioned that you've been uh, in, in the real estate business for 45 years. How has that changed? What was the homeowner or the home purchaser looking for when you got started in the 1970s that – didn't exist, or that doesn't exist anymore in the in the two thousand uh, teens, almost. Well, there's not much that doesn't exist anymore, but there's a lot more homes now. Okay, I think there's a lot more styles. There's a lot more new construction. There wasn't as many homes that are new construction back then. Not as many builders, but now there's a lot of new construction, and there's a lot of homes on the market. They'll say there's a. Uh, you know, not as many homes as we need, and that may be true, but there are a lot of homes on the market. There's actually more right now than there was at the same time last year. But, you know, there's a lot of new construction. If you drive around, you see that. And, and our agents from all different companies uh, participate in that. So you can, you know, and I just read something the other day that almost 90% of everybody buying a home right now is using a realtor, which I think is smart because they can point you in the right direction. And there's plenty of homes out there in all different types and, and sizes and, and, like I said, new construction and also uh, existing homes. But I think there's just a better quality and a a larger variation than there used to be. Has the education level of the home buyer changed? Has it gotten better or worse? I'm I'm thinking we've got all these uh, TV shows now, House Hunters and Homes on Homes and this fixer-upper, do-it-yourselfer, that fixer-upper, do-it-yourselfer show. There's an entire cable channel, after all, that's devoted to nothing but but home buying and and home remodeling. Are are people better or worse educated? What's your opinion? Better. Way better. How so? Well, I I can remember years ago, people go, buyer beware, in a way. You you didn't really know what was going on. You really couldn't get information on a home unless you went to the real estate office and sat down with somebody. Then along came the Internet, 
and now you're starting to see houses. Initially, it started with just a couple pictures okay. uh, on online, and even the model list, we only had a few pictures. And now you have 25 pictures, 30, 35 pictures. A person, and today people are you know, very aware of how to go on the Internet, how to look this up, how to look at a home. So when I think that they call a realtor or they go to an open house, they've already seen that house most times. <laughs> they've already looked at it. They've already scrutinized what they've sat, they've talked. They know what they're looking for. And, you know, people used to have an open house. You'd be sitting there. People would see a little ad in the paper, maybe four yeah. lines, nice home, four bedrooms, that kind of thing. Now they go on, they see 25 pictures. They know about that home. They know if they want to see it or not. So when they show up at your open house or they show up at your office, they've already seen the homes most of the time. We, we, have, to take a 30 sec- we have to take a 30-second break. When we come back, I want to pick up um, on sort of some tips that you can offer for folks if they're going to be in the market for either buying or selling a home uh, this coming year. But I also want to talk about uh, our real estate market in the east suburbs of Pittsburgh and in, in the South Hills, which I think presents its own mix of, of opportunities and challenges, okay? Okay. Uh, George Hackett is president of West Penn Multilist and president of also of George, of, uh, excuse me, of Coldwell Banker Real Estate Services in Pittsburgh. We're talking about the residential real estate market in Pittsburgh from the, the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport. This is Two Rivers 30 Minutes. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Welcome back. Our guest this morning is George Hackett. He's president of West Penn Multilist. We're talking about the residential real estate uh, market in Pittsburgh, which uh, is heating up. It often does in the springtime. And sales versus last year actually up uh, about 4.5%. Uh, although uh, I notice here, uh, George, that the it says the sale price has dropped slightly in the Pittsburgh market. I mean, less than 1%, so very slightly. But yeah. is, is, is the supply finally catching up with the demand, or what's happening? Might have been a little bit. Okay. I think last year there was so much discussion about that that you know maybe you got more people out thinking the hell I have to find the home right now. And I think there's plenty of homes out there if people just get started, start looking, or if they're thinking about putting their home on the market, now's the best time to put it on. So you know I think I think those things will even out and prices I think will will stabilize. Were, were we seeing some speculation as well with people? Um, thinking that Amazon was going to locate their second headquarters in Pittsburgh? Because I know I heard a lot of people on the street kind of talking about that. Uh, you know, who knows? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't really worried about that too much myself, but I mean, I have, I did hear people talking about that, but I just thought that was, you it's, know, pretty tough to do here, knowing our road systems yeah. and everything. So anyhow, that didn't work out, but I think you know, as far as homes go, I think the prices you're seeing now, 1% is nothing one, one yeah. way or the other. So yeah. if it's only down 1%, that's not, not really anything to talk about. Uh, let, let, let me uh, ask you, let me go in a different direction here. I mentioned that uh, I'm kind of a Generation Xer, uh, but I work with and know a lot of millennials, and I guess we also have a Generation Z now coming up. What I'm hearing from okay. people in their 20s and 30s is that they are having more difficulty, for instance, putting together a down payment on a house. They're having more difficulty... Uh, accessing financing, uh, for instance. Is that something that you and uh, members of West Penn Multilist are encountering as well, real estate agents that you know? 
I, you know, I, I, if you just asked me about millennials in general, I would have said I think it's pretty good here. I think yeah, okay. Pretty high percentage yeah. millennials in Pittsburgh have bought homes or are buying homes. Probably one of the, the, the top two or three cities in the country for that. Really? Many places, like our company has like 35 different locations. And most of them are in cities like Chicago and, you know, Boston and places like that, where the average sale price is substantially more. And they're all the same. Well, millennials, they're not looking to buy a home. And I just think, like, well, $500,000, maybe a lot of millennials aren't. Maybe a lot of anybody isn't for $500,000. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Where here, you can buy homes for under 100000 Yeah. You can't do that in a lot of areas. So, you know, and then there are millennials that are making more, and they're bu- but they're buying homes here. So I don't know that. I think if you talk to a realtor, uh, all the realtors have uh, the availability of good finance people. They're used to working with people that are doing finance for their agents, and they would be able to sit down. And that's probably what I'd recommend. Get a realtor. Get them to get you a finance person. Sit down and talk about it, and I'm sure you you could work out a way that you could buy a home. Uh, George Hackett is president of West Penn Multilist Incorporated. We're talking about residential real estate. The uh, housing market is uh, still competitive, very competitive in the Pittsburgh area. Sales are up. Volume is up. Home listings are up uh, more than 4% in the area. And uh, if you are uh, planning to buy a house this year, we're, we're hoping maybe we can uh, provide you with a little bit of information about that. Uh, so the home prices in the Pittsburgh area compared to the other or let's say top 30 uh, metropolitan areas still are a little bit low. Do you, do you have a sense of, is that accurate, number one? And number two, do you have a sense of why our home prices are still a little bit lower than some of these other competitive markets? Well, it's always been that way, and it's really not a competitive market to us. It's just a, it's a, just a good market in okay. other areas. I, I wouldn't consider m- most of these other cities. We're not com- competing with them, okay. but we're lucky because, uh, like I said, our our my company, Coal Banker, is owned by Realogy. They own like 35 different city operations. Mm-hmm. The average sale price is 525000 for Realogy. Our average sale price here in Pittsburgh is two twenty. I mean, I think the West Penn Maltilis averages two hundred. Yeah, it's one one seventy eight right now. Is Difference what's, uh, in yeah. pricing, you know. Yeah. So you can you can find a home here, and many people are thrilled when they come here and sold their home for seven hundred thousand, and find something that they can buy for you know hundred thousand, two hundred thousand less here. Same thing. When is our luck going to run out? When when are our home prices going to go <laughs> go on a run like some of these other cities have gone on? Uh, have a sense I, of that? I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> okay. You, haven't, you probably haven't noticed, but a lot of people from other states aren't moving here for uh, retirement. <laughs> it's just, I mean, we're, we're kind of, a, it's, it's interesting. We're in, a, we're in a little area here that uh, our prices don't go up that much. So, of course, if you own a home, you're, you're hoping, oh, they do. Right. On the other hand, you, then now you go out and buy a house, and you're glad they don't. So we, we have the advantage there, I think, of having a wonderful area to live in and also uh, affordable housing, which is great. With the younger people that are buying homes, as you said, that that, that problem is, is not as big of a factor in the Pittsburgh market as it might be in, in some other cities. Where are these younger people coming from? Are they born and raised in Pittsburgh? Did they come here to work for one of the universities or attend one of the universities or colleges or work at one of the hospitals? Where are they coming from? You said they seem to, like they have some disposable income to spend on a house. Yes to all of those. Okay. <laughs> a lot of people live here. Like I have two millennial guys, and yeah. both of them live here. You okay. know, and uh, one bought a home and one didn't buy a home. Uh, I have a lot of friends have millennial uh, children, and 
you know, a good portion of them have bought homes. Uh, there are, here again, we're fortunate that we have uh, our medical here, we have technology here, many companies moving here, and we have the people that are living here and kids that now can find jobs here that don't have to move out. Maybe 10 years ago there was articles written in magazines and papers here saying, oh, our, our young drain. people are leaving. Well, I don't think they have to leave now. There's plenty of jobs here, and I think that's going to continue because other companies are finding it is a great place for workforce. It's a place that you can find young people coming out of schools that they can, you know, for technology and, and for medical. So it's going to continue. I, I don't think that's going to affect the pricing of homes too much, but it's going to, it's, it's good for the, it's good for our, our people selling a home also. So that's why, you know, selling a home, I think today is, a, you know, something that they'll be able to do a lot easier than ever. Are, are they looking for more urban living? Like, are they looking for sort of either in the city of Pittsburgh or the sort of inner ring suburbs, or are they looking for the more traditional, what my mom and dad would have been looking for, which is both. more of a suburban? Both? You got you got both. You got, well, one thing in, in the city, there's not as many places for young people to buy. There's some, but not as many. Uh, may, maybe that's going to continue growing. There's more rentals being done in the, in the city, downtown area, and for, in the city of Pittsburgh in general. But, you know, you can, there's a lot of stuff on the south side, the north side. There are some things being built in town, but they're a little higher for the average young person. Uh, you can go out to uh, Shadyside and Squirrel Hill, and, and there are pockets out in those areas that you can find uh, homes uh, a little less. But, you know, I think People, people. There's a lot of there's a lot of new construction that's being done in the suburbs, and young young couples and are buying those also because Let's, you know they have children. You know, that's it's a great age for kids, and a lot of people might want a little bit more yard. So there's very it depends on where the where that young person is in their life, and if they you know where they where they see that they want to raise children. If that that gets to the point. Uh, probably the suburbs would be more appealing than it would be if you were just a young person and you were single and you, you know because I think they have a, a lot of new restaurants opening up in the city which are really nice and if you go to them you'll see there's just a lot of young people yeah. visiting those on a regular basis yeah. so they're willing to travel in the time to go to these new restaurants which is nice. Let's pause uh, right there. The time goes very quickly. When we come back, I want to ask you about uh, some of the unique uh, challenges that maybe we face in the east suburbs and, and south hills of Pittsburgh. And I also want to ask if you can offer some advice for people if they are going into the house hunting market, or maybe if they're going into the house selling uh, market this springtime, uh, what are some general tips that you can give e even before maybe they pick up the phone to call a broker or an agent, okay? Okay. Uh, George Hackett is the president of West Penn Multilist. He's also president of Coldwell Banker Real Estate in uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, George, what's the best way uh, for people to, to get in touch with you or with your agency? Is there a phone number? Yeah, well, my my phone number here is 412-367-3050. Okay. Anybody um, wants to call me, that's my number. And we have 12 offices here in Pittsburgh. So in each area, if anybody wants to call any of our offices, they're all close by you. Okay, we will be back here in 30 seconds to wrap things up. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation. And this is Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, 
call us at 412-614-9659 or email TubeCityTiger at gmail.com. Welcome back. Our guest for a final few minutes is George Hackett. He is current president of West Penn Multilist. Sales are up in the Pittsburgh area, and uh, this is a busy time of year for real estate agents. Uh, springtime, uh, early summer, uh, buying and selling houses. When we took the break, uh, George, uh, I, I said, what are some tips? And it occurred to me that there may be people listening to this who are not going out to buy a house. They're getting ready maybe to put their house on the market. So what are some tips before they even pick up a phone and, and maybe call an agent or a broker? Which, what are some things for them to keep in mind if they're going to sell a house? Well, I, I would think, you know, I would use a, a realtor uh, because I think they'll, they'll give you the direction of the pricing of the home, which is extremely important today. And some, you know, like uh, like our company, you, you list with us, we put you on 925 websites. You want to be, a, you want to get a company that uh, gives you great exposure on the internet, on different sites that their website's easy to use. So check a look, you know, go on their websites and look at it, scrutinize websites, because that's how other people are going to find your home. So I think that's important. Uh, talk to your agent. Uh, maybe interview a couple. If, if you don't know who to use, interview a couple. Uh, maybe visit an open house and meet somebody and, and you know, interview them. So you want to you want to find an agent, you want to make sure that you're you're paying the same amount of money you want to get what yeah. you, you can want to get the best you can for what you're spending. So you want to make sure that not only the agent but the company that's back in that agent is putting a lot of effort and, and money into marketing your home. So that's important. Generally speaking, is it a good idea to find someone um, who is in your local area? So if you're in the East Hills or North Hills, find someone who's got an office in the East Hills or North Hills or does that not matter as much? No. I mean, I don't think it's a hundred percent. You know, I would just, I would say, yeah, I would do that because the person lives there. They do, they probably do most of their business there. Just sure. like if you live in an area, you probably, you know, do most of your shopping and most most of your things with your children in that area. So does your agent. You want to find out how much that agent does in your area. Like, are they real active? Where you live when you're selling your home? That's probably something you want to find out. And 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 I think, you know, just. Scrutinizing that person and scrutinizing their company too. It's not just an agent today. It's is that agent's company giving me the kind of exposure and let them explain to you what they're giving you, not just themselves. It's not me, myself, and I anymore. You know, the, yeah. there's technology is is so important today in, in contacting people, and and so you want to see that. You want to see if that company has um, possibly. Uh, relationships with a relocation company that can bring people from out of town to your company. So those are different things that I think you want to look for. Are, are, are there Should people be investing a lot of money, for instance, in, in renovating their house before they put it on the market? And if so, what are the kinds of things they should focus on? What, what, what is mm. most likely to return on their investment? Question. And I think yeah. you, should, you should look at your house because if, if, you, if your house is over 20 years old, it's probably dated. But, you know, and we, we get used to living in our homes and we don't sometimes notice it because we like maybe the environment. Sure. Oh, I should do this, but I don't do it. But then you go to sell it. Now, some people will go like, well, you know, somebody can come in. If they want different wall colors, if they want different carpeting, they can change it. But a lot of times the 
buyer can't see that quite the same. So they might come in and go, oh, my gosh, look at this. I'll have to replace this carpet. Oh, that's probably going to cost me 25000 Maybe they could have, Maybe the homeowner could have got it done for ten. Right. Oh, the painting, this is going to cost me another 10000 Maybe the, home, the homeowner could have got that done for five. So there are, are things, uh, when we're doing relocation, we do a lot of relocation. We always yeah. call it the relocation beige. You know, yeah. <laughs> people, when they bought a home, when the company would buy a home, they would go and change the carpet and put all beige in it, and they would, they would do the walls like an off-white because that's the easiest thing to be able to tell. You know, if you have a whole lot of wallpaper, probably isn't going to appeal to the person that's okay. coming in. You know, how it looks when you front door, get the front door, make sure you have it painted. Some, you know, we have like, we have a home enhancement guide our agents can give a client when they're thinking of selling their home. So that would be interesting too to have something like that to help somebody go through the points. And, and, and that's another reason for having a realtor to maybe ask the realtor and, and use their opinion because that's what they do for a living. And, you know, I think just be have a, a critical eye when you go through your home, cleaning up, not to have a lot of clutter, okay, uh, things like that. You know, uh, flip side. Conversely, uh, if someone is thinking about, okay, this is the year we're gonna we're gonna buy our house. We've got our down payment set aside, or we we've got our financing, and and what should they do? You you mentioned already, for instance, going online and looking before. What are some other things for them to keep in mind before well, they go out? Only what everybody does, and, the, and you're talking about millennials. Millennials, that's what they're going to do. They're definitely going to go online, but then they're going to call a realtor because they want good advice. So that's what I would say to everybody is go online, look at homes, uh, look at websites so that you can find the kind of, you don't have to go to 10 websites, find a good website a realtor has. Uh, they're not all created equal. So okay. find a company that has a great website that you can get all the information on and you can, you can get, they can, you know, they can just send you a, you can go through the multi-list and you can sign up for homes in certain price ranges in certain areas and just have it sent to you every time one of those homes comes up. We have that in our company. And that's nice too to have that with a realtor because that's something that you could automatically get notification if something comes up in your in your uh, area, and then you pick a realtor. Now, once you pick a realtor, then you want to make sure that realtor is on top of it and get out with that realtor. Start looking. Don't just say, find me something and call me. Yeah. You know, make some time, either evenings or weekends, and, and get out and start looking. And I would highly recommend sitting with the financial person, with your realtor, to just confirm your price and, you know, because I've seen so many times where people would start looking and then something happens and they weren't thinking, oh, geez, I have a second home or I have a second yeah. mortgage or I have a couple car payments and I don't qualify for the home after you start looking for it. So maybe getting pre-qualified with your agent and a mortgage person I think would be a good idea too. We are just about out of time, but uh, one thing I, I wanted to ask you about is, and you alluded to this, that if your house is more than 20 years old, you probably it's probably a little bit dated. One of the unique uh, features of, let's say, the, the Mon Valley area where we are located is we have a lot of older homes, uh, a lot of uh, World War II vintage or, or 1950s homes. <laughs> How important is it for, for them to get a home inspection? Well, I, I think everybody should have a home inspection done when they're buying a home, no matter what, you should have a home inspection done because you never know. And you know, and I've seen a lot of problems that 
people may not have been aware of. Uh, today you have a disclosure that every seller signs. It's multiple pages that tells you all about their home. So if you're buying a home, you want to see that disclosure. You want to get a home inspection, which I think everybody does. And, and, and yes, the homes are older. I grew up in Penn Hills. Yeah, sure. And uh, that was a... Uh, Right at the end of the Second World War, those homes were built in the, in the mid-50s, and there were thousands of them built. And, you know, that's, that's, that's one of those other areas that you can really go in there and find a nice home in the, in the eighty dollars to $110,000 range, which you can't do everywhere. And so I think a lot of those areas are coming back, and people are realizing that, hey, there are a lot of homes there, and I can go in and I can, I can see many homes in that price range. There's a lot of, va- va- a lot of value for their money. A more place for, yep. Exactly. Okay. okay. Uh, we, we are out of time. George Hackett is president of West Penn Multilist Incorporated. He is also president of Coldwell Banker Real Estate Services in Pittsburgh. George, give us your uh, telephone number there at the office again. Okay, 412-367-3050. Uh, thank you so much for, for taking some time to talk with us today, George. We do appreciate it. Thank you so much, too. And thank, thank you all for Bye. listening today to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. From the, the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at tubecityonline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, McKeesport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.